there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Stay in your lane, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. Welcome to the Mind Your Own podcast with Aaron Sorensen and Sasha Durkin. Where we stick to sports, except when we're not. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Own podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Sasha. And I I am seeing you in person for the first time in a while. Of what, course, on like the busiest do. week of, of our lives. Yeah. This week is just, Mondays have turned into just insanity. And then subsequently then Tuesdays do. And I'm moving this week. Oh, And, and so I'm like... Uh, <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. This is the start of spring football, which mm-hmm. is an adjustment because we do actually get in person. Yeah. So that's something. And on top of it, we have volleyball, baseball, softball, soccer, you name it. Every sport that normally would be a little bit more spread out in a year is all, they're all colliding in this first week. And I feel completely unprepared but you know sometimes this is it is baptism by fire we'll get through the week yeah like that's that's just how I accept it Mm -hmm. anymore Mm -hmm. like it's just how it is and we'll get through it and try to be as balanced as possible (laughs) yeah well what's wild for me to think about so this week was actually supposed to be my second wedding date so after our initial wedding um date was postponed this this upcoming Saturday April 3rd should have been the postponed date Mm. so I'm imagining my life at this point if that was actually taking place on Saturday we have since postponed once again which I feel really good about because you don't know like when we postponed originally we postponed like 13 months right but we could not have predicted that you know what life would have looked like 13 months down the road. We were looking at, I remember at the time, people were like, oh, things will be better by fall. I remember when we pushed out as far as we did, people yeah. thought we were being overly, you know, oh, you're just, you're right. being too cautious. It's going to be great by fall. Right. So I'm glad that we at least went as far as we did. But, you know, we've talked a little bit about this. Had we moved forward with this this time point, things are starting to get a little bit better, but not significantly enough that I don't think I would have felt great Mm -hmm. about it personally uh obviously for anyone who for the record by the way if you are listening to this and you have yet to get your covid vaccine and you want it i want to just tell you if you are in nebraska you are eligible if you are over 18 go find that appointment it is all online there's a website called vaccinespotter.org pick your state a lot of you if you are not in nebraska are eligible now and don't realize it but Mm -hmm. in nebraska specifically as of this week if you are over 18 there are certain pharmacies that are enrolled in the federal program that are eligible to start vaccinating you this is important because they had sixty thousand doses sitting in storage for this program You are not taking it from anyone. Go get your vaccine. I want to tell you as somebody who 
has gotten onto the list for volunteering opportunities in Douglas County, they are still vaccinating on that end. So there are vaccines to be had. Go get your vaccine. If you have the opportunity to do it, get your vaccine. So I just wanted to throw that out there because as we are looking at like, you know, what could have been a wedding week, our wedding week, people still wouldn't have had wide access Mm -hmm. to a vaccine, which is a big piece for me. So now when we're looking at our next date, I feel very comfortable that by that point, people will have had the ability and availability to get a vaccine to protect themselves. If you choose not to at that point, that's no longer on me because you have had the opportunity. Right. So long story short, many of you are eligible wherever you live, but especially in Nebraska, 18 and over, go get that vaccine. And if you need help, honestly, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I mean this. If you need help getting an appointment or finding one, shoot us an email at mindyourownpodcast at hailvarsity.com or tweet at me at Aaron Sorensen. You can tweet at Sasha as well at Sasha72 and she can send you to me. <laughs> um, I love, I love this kind of stuff. I love finding solutions. We will get you one. You might have to drive 45 minutes or, you know, whatever, but there are, there are appointments available. So I will get off my soapbox. I just wanted to say, if you are in Nebraska or beyond, make sure if you are looking for one, don't panic. They're becoming available. Yes. And I know when like demand is high, it makes you feel stress. And then that rub makes you start to feel guilty for wanting something. And then people are like, well, you're not old enough to get it yet. Right now in the state of Nebraska, if you're over 18, there are some pharmacies that are available to yep. you. You're good. Go get that shot. Yes, for sure. Shot, 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 <laughs> shot, shot. That's what I put on my Instagram story after I got mine. I've been looking and looking and looking, and I can't I find you. an appointment. I can't find – I've signed up for every single possible, like, please call me when you have an extra dose. Hy-Vee is – has had no appointments for four days now. I got you. I've been signing up. I've been trying, but I don't, I don't have the luxury to be able to, you know, drive either. Yes. And I will say there is a, there is a level of luxury and privilege to this. So there are a lot of people who have like reached out to different, like, I remember after I shared that I got mine, (laughs) which was, this was so funny. One person told me I was virtue signaling. I was like, I don't think you know what that means. Um, because no, I'm not, but they have shown that people who share about their shot are more likely to, uh, potentially help convince other people or help, help them find them. So for me, I'm sitting here, I'm like, I have a lot, you know, and I was very careful because who I got mine through was a wait list for the Charles Drew Health Center in Omaha, Nebraska. And they're, they're not a big health center. And so I didn't want to overwhelm I have over 20,000 followers on Twitter. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that to be like, oh, look at me. I'm just saying me tweeting their link out widely like that would have done nothing but create additional chaos in an already chaotic situation. So if anyone reached out to me, whether it was email, uh, DM, whatever, I gave the link freely in that case. I just wasn't going to go give it like, hey, everyone, free for all. Because then some random person who lives in Texas is like, I'm going to open this list and look at it and, you know, you yeah. don't need to crash a server. You don't need to do that. Um, but yeah, I just, I understand that there's a privilege in even my time to find these things. Because oh, yeah. I spent probably one evening, I, I'm not even joking. I probably spent six hours one night just 
what they call it is vaccine hunting. Yeah. Just looking for every possible opportunity because I really had a goal in mind that by Nebraska's spring game, I wanted to be vaccinated because mm-hmm. I'm like, if, if things are going to start opening back up, I want to protect myself. Yep. And media is like technically eligible in some places and some not, but like I didn't fully understand where I was eligible and where I wasn't. So I was like, I'm just going to find a wait list or something. Yeah. And again, I understand that there was a, privilege that I had being able to spend that time because there are a lot of people who are like I don't have that time I don't have the resource to do that I don't even know what I'm looking for so like I said if you are somebody who is like I am just struggling I don't know where to begin Mm -hmm. first and foremost if you don't want to email or tweet at us that's totally fine my recommendation would go to this website vaccinespotter.org um, but if you do want some help or you just want some feedback on like how I was able to get onto the wait list I'm on, which unfortunately right now is closed, um, please reach out because there's so many opportunities. You could volunteer if you have the time. Volunteers are a- eligible to get their shots once they start. Um, there are pharmacies in different areas that have opened up to individuals. So if you're comfortable and want some help or want some feedback um, just on how t- to kind of do this, feel free to reach out. I'm, yeah. I am more than happy to help you because like I said, that is something that it almost like filled this void for me that I do with like travel booking where like I get super into like the details of like, all right, I'm over here on kayak and now I'm over yeah. here on this side and I'm going to find the best deal. Like I love that kind of stuff. So like for some reason this filled some weird void in my life where I was like, oh, I can go like search and find the best like options. Um, but I learned a lot, which is that this in, this situation is chaotic. This whole thing mm-hmm. is chaotic. And if you feel overwhelmed by it, I understand. And you are not alone. Do not feel bad one bit if you feel overwhelmed. Because, yeah, yeah this is, it is just a chaotic mess. But it, there is some light. Um, the biggest thing is, is like, just keep being smart. Wear your mask. Um, we are so close. Yeah. Even the CDC director said, we are so close. She said yeah. this like yesterday. But also cautioned because people are wanting so badly to just be like to throw all caution in the wind we don't need that just yet but if we can just like hang on just a little bit longer just a little bit longer I promise like sports are gonna look the way you want to I mean sorry I'm on a rambling mess (laughs) but like I went to baseball this weekend and I thought Nebraska did a great job and there was like 1600 fans at the game that I went to and I did not feel uncomfortable I thought everyone did a good job things are getting better just let's keep Let's keep focused. Let's keep on doing what we do so we can get back to normal. Yeah. The light is there. We can see it. Let's not put the car in reverse. Let's keep going forward. (laughs) We got this. That's my rambling mess on that today. I can't help it. I'm excited, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Me too. It's just being, we've been patient for over a year. We can be patient a little bit longer. Some of y'all have not been so patient (laughs) and I'm coming for you. No. (laughs) Yeah. It's. Oh, I am ready to just, I mean, just even being outside gives me such like, I know winter Mm -hmm. was tough, um, but just being outside has been such a place of peace. Um, Even going to that baseball game and I, I, there are fans at softball as well. It, it wasn't, yes, it wasn't a packed Haymarket park by any means, but there were a good number and it, it was nice to be somewhere and to feel some sense of camaraderie where there were people around and, we're, we're getting there. We are getting there. Just hang on a little bit longer. I promise. We will be there before y'all know it. Yes. Yeah. Just <sighs> hang on. Well, on that note, um, as we always say, 
a lot of times you inspire our episodes because you either email us, which again, we're at mindyourownpodcast at hailvarsity.com, or you, you message us. And that's great because a lot of times when you inspire those, I feel like it creates the best conversation. Mm. So that is what this episode is. Not that whole fart part fart. <laughs> that is where my brain is this week. That whole right part before. Oh my gosh. Um, that was just me rambling. <laughs> but this part is actually from Sky. He shared on Twitter. Um, just he he wanted to get some. I so full transparency with my job. I run most of Hill Varsity's social media mm-hmm. empire, and. I did use empire intentionally because it is an empire. (laughs) No, I have long had a career in social media marketing, even in addition to the side of journalism that many of you know me for. I have helped brands in nonprofit spaces. I have helped brands, uh, small businesses, like build their brands to uh, be successful, hopefully, on Mm -hmm. social media. And this is something that I, I love just as much as anything else. That's why I get really into the name, image, and likeness stuff, which we've been promising you for months and we'll eventually talk <laughs> about. Um, maybe maybe this summer. We're getting yeah. close. Uh, but that also comes with its challenges to be behind this. And now, like, Sasha, you also, and I should say, like, personal brands are also big on this, but with, mm-hmm. like, Meathead Test Kitchen, you have those brands that you yeah. are um, actively behind and even heard at media having input on those things like these are these are brands that need nurturing they need people to they need real people physically behind them yes to make them go exactly well we've had this conversation before too about like specifically on twitter brands on twitter and how they manage those accounts Mm -hmm. um and their replies like i think of wendy's often when we (laughs) think of these things because they very much position themselves as being pretty funny on, yes. on Twitter. As and that's like part of their brand to myself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, there's a lot that goes into it. That isn't just one person that's managing that account. That's a team of people. It's mm-hmm. a corporation. Mm-hmm. So like we've said this before too, like when you are responding to people, you're not, there is physically a person behind that, but you're not like, you need to keep those things in mind. Like it's not the anonymous internet internet. There are people behind these accounts that manage Mm -hmm. these things. There are likely teams behind these accounts. And so, yes, that's the thing. It's like, first and foremost, remember that people that you are interacting with people. And sometimes I think some people get it because they're like, Hey everyone, um, behind this account, appreciate what you're doing. Got a question for you or mm-hmm. whatever. And it's always really funny because it kind of breaks, uh, what is it? The fourth wall? Yes. Yep. So that for the record, that happens every so often with Hale Varsity where somebody will tweet at Hale Varsity and be like, hi, Aaron. I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> when I am tweeting from Hale Varsity or if I'm behind that account, I'm no longer Aaron. Like, right. don't do that. Like I'm I, like, I feel like seeing, like I'm like looking <laughs> over my shoulder. I'm like, who are you? Where are you at? Um, no, but the what prompted this question from Sky, and I thought it was a really, really interesting conversation, is Nebraska volleyball prior to its its weekend series, or it was like a Thursday Friday series with Michigan, tweeted, tweeted, posted on Facebook and Instagram, um, two photos, one of the court, 
on the scene in Ann Arbor, and then one of Lauren Stiverens getting off of the bus. Lauren Stiverens is getting off the bus. She's holding a Gatorade bottle. She has her mask on. Uh, you can see the team behind her walking into the arena, and she has her her shirt is it's from this past summer the um, rally that happened. They had shirts that say Black Lives Matter. It's a gold lettering on a black shirt. Um, pretty simple photo. It's Lauren mm-hmm. Stiverns getting off of the bus. Uh, she just happens to be wearing this shirt. Mm-hmm. And people very quickly noticed on Twitter that Nebraska Volleyball Limited who could reply. The only people who could reply is anyone that Husker Volleyball mentioned, which if you look at the tweet, they mentioned zero people. Mm-hmm. So some people started quote tweeting it and were like laughing at the fact that they did this. Um, and some people also got it where they're like, so for instance, one response said, unfortunately the comments, comments had to be muted, but that's what makes this shirt even hotter. I mean, people, and I'm sad they had to mute the replies, yeah. proud of them for spreading the message. I saw a lot of discussion on Twitter around whether or not this is like creating like, um, around the conversation it was creating because here's the thing you look at it on Twitter and you're kind of like oh that's unfortunate that they had to you know limit it but Mm -hmm. I get it you go to Facebook and Instagram and it's a little bit of a different story now I want to provide some context initially when I looked right after they had shared this on Twitter the comments on Facebook and Instagram were great I Mm -hmm. mean it was a ton of support it was mostly honestly it was mostly focused less around anything else other than go get them yeah. Go get him. Go beat Michigan. Be amazing. Which, by the way, stop calling them Lady Huskers. Um, yeah. We also have an episode on that. You mm-hmm. can go back and mm-hmm. listen to it. Anyway, I I appreciated the fact that I'm like, as a social media manager, and I could be wrong because I'm completely projecting. So Nebraska, the, the team of individuals who run everything for Nebraska might be like, no, that just was how the comments were. Mm-hmm. I kind of had, had a feeling that they may have been hiding some of the comments initially because when they first shared it I mean knowing what when we share anything of anything on social media I'm like the fact that they're all so positive makes me think right that something has been hidden but once the game started and the attention started to shift away to game updates that's when the bad comments started coming and that was when I started to kind of figure they have had to move their resources into focusing on the game itself and are not just monitoring these posts now. So here's kind of what the questions were. You know, what was the decision to make it private? The issues with online hate. Um, The issue, so I have absolutely no issue at all with Nebraska sharing that photo of Lauren Siverance. And I want to be clear, she had no issue with it either because one, she's wearing the shirt, but two, she very, very like, she very clearly shared that photo herself and was like, let's do this again. Because here's the thing. This isn't the first time her or anyone else have gotten blowback for wearing a shirt Mm -hmm. or for speaking up. Mm -hmm. So she, she says this and then she puts period on her Instagram. Like basically done you're not coming and having any other thoughts on this like this is what i'm saying listen and if you i'm period done yeah so here like i have no issue with nebraska sharing this i also don't understand the comments that come to something like this that are inherently like or they're immediately like keep politics out of sports because we have had this conversation before sports are political 
everything we talked about last week with the NCAA and how it has treated women's basketball, which I hope you've been paying attention over this last week, because as it has been coming out, revenue is not the issue here. It has never been. So if you want to talk about politics and sports, how will we talk about how women's sports are treated? Because that is political. What you are saying is, I don't want something in, I don't want something in my space. This thing that makes me feel safe and comfortable, that makes me feel uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. So you're uncomfortable because Lauren Stiverns chose to wear a shirt and she is unapologetic about it. And you know what? Nebraska Volleyball supported her by putting that on their account, which they've got a lot of followers. Followers. And yes, they knew when they shared that because you don't limit the replies if you aren't expecting what's going to happen. Yep. They knew there's going to be some, there's going to be some ignorant comments that come along with mm-hmm. this. You know, if I'm Lauren Stiverens, I'm probably not reading the comments, but yeah, it would stink if I went to Facebook and saw the comments, but like, right. That becomes, so here's, here's where it becomes really tricky is we've run into this with Hale Varsity where people will leave comments and it's, I'm going to just tell you all the, the judge and the jury on a lot of this stuff is me. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking about Nebraska volleyball. I have no bearing right, on right, what right. they do. But for Hill Varsity, I have to make a, I have to make in a lot of cases, a split decision on what to do about something because I do not have the luxury, but actually it's not almost a luxury, even with big, big marketing teams. Like Nebraska has more than just one person. But even with like Mm Coca-Cola, with all of their people, sometimes more actually like complicates things because you got to send it to this person, this person, this person, like this team has to be And by that point, it's already out there. Right. And it's been too long on social media. So a lot of times companies equip their social media managers to sort of just make the gut decision. You tell me, what do you think? And that is a that is a very very big responsibility mm-hmm. because you have to make a judgment call almost instantaneously. Do I do something with this? Because here's why it's important. Facebook's hiding options is amazing. If you can get to a comment fast enough and you can hide it, that person thinks their comment exists without anyone else seeing it. Exactly, it's the most amazing thing. But here's the problem with it. So let's say after we posted, okay, this is, this is one of the like (laughs) most controversial things that has been posted on uh, our Facebook page in the last month. And it is in no way related for the record to anything. um, It is not related to Black Lives Matter at all. So I do not want to make these comparisons. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying this, this one topic that got posted where I was like, this is going to be. Yeah chaotic was the whole Oklahoma thing. Nebraska with the whole Oklahoma thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of things were said, a lot of really negative, nasty, like attacks at people kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. I mean, it was gross. If you don't get to a comment fast enough, which when they're rolling in as quickly as they were, and somebody else likes that comment or somebody responds to that comment, you now are in this weird spot where if I, res- like, if I hide it now, the person who responded is like, Ooh, I can't see your comment anymore. Are they hiding them? Are they deleting? Are they censoring us? And then it becomes a thing of like, <sighs> you now are dealing with this. Right. People screaming in your comment section that you're censoring them. Same thing with Instagram. But Instagram's almost even 
no, Instagram is, is the worst. I was saying this to Sasha before. Yeah. Instagram is the worst of all of them because <laughs> despite being known by Facebook, so you think that they would just make it the same, right. hide the comment. You cannot hide a comment. You, it is all like retroactive essentially. So yeah. like if somebody leaves a terrible comment and you're like, yep, nope, that's not cool. Your choices are to delete it and then hide comments from that user in the future or just to delete it. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing that you can do about the current situation, the current comment. So here's the thing. If somebody comes to Instagram and they leave an awful comment, they're like, they say something just horrific about Adrian Martinez, where it's like, that's not a constructive comment. It's, yeah. it's just bashing a human for existing. I don't really care if you get mad that it's getting deleted because yeah. that is just unacceptable. I, I like, why would you even... I, why would you leave that comment? Right, exactly. But for the record, and this is <laughs> this is kind of what like Sky wanted to know is like how do you handle this stuff? Like how do you go about these things? One, picking the photos or the the mm-hmm. co- the content that you're going to share. But then how do you like handle something like this happening? Yep. The only thing I can really do is set myself up to be able to like to remove a comment yeah. or a person if they are. And so if you go to our Facebook page, which no one reads the additional information, but you should sometime because it's on mostly every page that you go to. To protect our community, Hill Varsity will not tolerate offensive or uh, offensive, offensive or violent language, hateful or discriminatory comments regarding race, ethnicity, religion, gender, disability, sexual orientation, or political beliefs, links or comments containing sexually explicit content material, violations of copyright or intellectual property rights, spam, link baiting, or files containing viruses that could damage the operation of the other person's computer or mobile devices, attacks on specific groups or any comments meant to harass, threaten, or abuse abuse an individual, commercial solicitation, or the promotion of a competitor. So that's there. And if you come along and you leave a really just horrible comment. Mm-hmm. More than likely, I have the right based on what we have put in there as these are our guidelines to be a member of this community. Right. If you're not taking the time to read those guidelines, that's on you. Mm-hmm. And I don't really need to explain it beyond that. No, I have. Pretty, uh... And here's the thing. There are people who probably look at Hale Varsity's pages and are like, oh, you could do a better job. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. Um, The issue I run into is that it's a lot for one person to manage. Mm -hmm. And there are times where, like, for my own mental health, I have to step away. But then it becomes a bigger issue. Because it's like, if I step away in a moment of, like, this is what's happening, those are the moments that I'm needed the most. But, like, to, to be perfectly clear, it is draining to sit and read really horrible comments over and over and over and over again. I don't know if anyone's seen this episode or how many of our listeners watch South Park, but they did an episode on this specifically. Basically, Cartman sets up some kind of social media account and forces Butters to read all of the negative comments and delete them for him. Mm. This is someone's actual job in real life though. Mm-hmm. And it's really difficult. Like if you if you get drained just by going to a local news story and reading the comments, oh think about gosh. the people managing those accounts. They have to read this vileness mm-hmm. every day, sometimes all day, every day. So like mental health wise, it's it's incredibly draining. And then you start to, 
And then you start to question, like, am I being too sensitive to some things? Am I overreacting to some things? Am I not being um, harsh enough in mm-hmm. what I I choose to allow and not yeah. allow? There be, there comes a lot of things that, like, ends up coming and falling on me, the social media manager, or anybody who's a social media manager. Yeah. I have a lot of friends who work in social media, and um, a friend of mine, she works – for an alumni organization and I'm not going to share what school, but it's an alumni organization that like when the football team plays poorly and this isn't Nebraska for the record, right. um, this is a different school, uh, but just to show you how comparable it is yeah. from one school to another, when the football team does their mentions get blown up. Yeah. And they're the alumni association. Like they have no bearing on right. what's happening, but like when you tweet at like, there's so many people who tweet at Nebraska football or at Nebraska volleyball or whatever to share their thoughts. Like the person behind it is like John Cook himself. Like right. John Cook's opening this and he's like, oh, oh God forbid we Gosh. share that photo of Lauren Stiverns. Oh, I guess let's all have a, let, let's all have a little meeting over here. Let's all, um, I, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, I don't really understand the entire, like, I just don't understand tweeting at or interacting with an account in the way that you think that like someone above and beyond the social media manager is reading this. Mm-hmm. Like really think about that. Mm-hmm. Like Scott Frost isn't seeing this. John Cook isn't seeing this. It's the social media manager that's seeing this. <sighs> They're not seeking out your comment to see how they could do a better job at coaching or which t-shirt to wear or what causes you believe in that you don't think anybody else should believe in. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Also, I'm going to, sorry, I have to stop myself. And I hope that this comes across as like, okay, language matters. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, really upset with myself about this because I almost did it and I caught myself. But like when we talk about unlearning things and being mindful of our words, mm-hmm. I almost said powwow. That like, and I, the reason for the record I didn't say it. I stopped myself. But the reason I'm calling myself out right now, and I want to say this to all of you, is I have been told that this is not a word. This is, and I have been, I have done the work of actually like looking up why that's that is a word. It's the same thing as spirit animal. Mm-hmm. There are things that are a part of Native American culture that are not mine to like appropriate and to take and to put into other contexts that are not what they are intended for. And I almost did that. I wanted to call myself out here and it's really like my face is really hot. I need you all to know this. And the reason I'm doing this is because I want you to know that we all screw up. Mm -hmm. We all make mistakes. And I'm really disappointed that I almost did that. Like I'm really disappointed, but like, like Sasha can tell you, like my eyes are rolling <laughs> up. Um, the reason that I'm really upset with myself with that is that is a that is a choice that I have been making actively to watch the words that I say mm-hmm. because I'm very mindful of, or I try to be mindful. I should say I, I'm I, to say I'm mindful means that I'm perfect and I'm not. But this is what we need to do: is when those moments happen, stop yourself and ask yourself, why was that the thing that almost came out of my mouth? Right. For me, it's because that is just a natural phrase that has like been used in my lifetime people Mm -hmm. around me have used it that doesn't make it okay and it doesn't make it okay if I would have said that so I'm just stopping here really quick to call myself out on that because I want to make a note that like so I've had this actually in the last few weeks people who I've been like actively trying to change the word the use of guys instead of saying you guys Mm -hmm. hey 
hey guys, you all, everyone yeah. hey be more, there. yeah, be more inclusive yep. in my language. I'm very, I think about that every, honestly, that's one of the things that's been like, I've been trying to really work on because I very much talk like that mm-hmm. and I'm trying not to do that anymore. It's typically, hey there now, mm-hmm. <laughs> every time, just because I understand that like we need as a whole need to work on the way that we speak to each other and by shoving people into boxes like guys, you know, Mm -hmm. there's not, if you're, especially if you're talking to a room full of people, it's not all men there, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm very much on the same page. I want, I also want to like give some context to like, I marked that to edit it. And as I was talking, I realized why you stopped. Yeah. And I was like, I totally was on the same page as you, but like I hadn't even thought of it, but I was like, oh, that's why I know why I want to like, I, like those are those things where I would rather, and here's the thing. If you're somebody listening and you are upset that I almost said that, like I, I, I respect that. And I am not doing this (laughs) contrary to my Twitter mentions. I did not do that to virtue signal at all. I really just want to own my own shit. Mm -hmm. Um, because the thing is, is like, it's really easy to edit things out. It's really easy uh, to remove the imperfections or the mistakes or the things that like, we don't want people to know about ourselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are things where like, for instance, Um, I've looked into like when I've gone back through my past, like when I think about Cinco de Mayo and how, like when I was even in college, that was like not a day to celebrate beyond just like a day to go drinking. Like it's just like go to the bars and get wasted. Um, I have such a different like appreciation and understanding for Cinco de Mayo now, but like feel like I have so much more work I can do around understanding, Mm -hmm. um, the meaning of that day. And here's the funny thing. A, a lot of um, individuals I've spoken to around that are like, it's really not as big of a deal as like Americans make it out to be. Yeah. So it's again, something that has been appropriated, but like owning the fact that like when I was, you know, 10, 10 to 12 years ago, like was actively celebrating a day that I had no idea what I was doing. Right. Um, these are a part of my past. It's a who I am. And I, I can't f- change what happened like what has happened or what I've said because this is like the this is such a tangent I am so sorry if you're here like you're here and you're like where am I now (laughs) but like this is the thing we have to actively unlearn and stop ourselves and go okay why did I do that and for me the reason I almost use the word powwow is because that is something growing up a lot of people would say that they'd Mm -hmm. say all right everyone let's you know gather up let's do this Mm and that is just a word that is that is Still part obviously your, part of the lexicon. Yeah. Correct. And so I just I want to first and foremost apologize to anyone who's listening who's like that was not the way that you should have like that wasn't the word you should have used because you're absolutely right and I will continue to do better and um I would like to just have that on the record. So <laughs> I think that that actually kind of like makes this conversation like a full circle thing because part of the thing with social media is the fact that your words do matter mm-hmm. and unlearning just like snap of the fingers quick. I'm just going to comment on this because I need to be a part of this conversation. I'm going to use this vitriol and these angry mm-hmm. offensive words and verbiage are part of the things that we all need to unlearn. Mm-hmm. Like in this instance, that was a word that you need to unlearn, but mm-hmm. I've noticed that other, the other things that I say on a regular basis, like are things that I need to unlearn. Oh, I've said the word, I've said the word weird in this mm-hmm. podcast a few times and I've actually started to have that conversation with others about um what I sh- like why that is a word that I shouldn't be using 
And there are just a lot of like, there's one of the things that I will say I personally struggle with significantly is um, not like ableist, like ableist language, like basically, Mm -hmm. um, and that weird is one that falls within that. Um, I'm, I'm looking things up as we go because now, like, as we say, like, things just go on. Like, it just, the thing is, is, like, I have to always remember, like, words, like, we talk about this, words matter, language matters, and they can make, they can build people up and they can tear people down and they can appropriate, they can take um, away from, they can belittle, they can um, demean, they can inspire, they can do a lot of things, and our active choices in the words that we use are, are important. They're so important. Uh, and I like, like I said, I could have told Sasha, Hey, could you please edit that out and just move on with my day? But I don't know if I would have actually felt good about that. Like, Mm -hmm. I think I would have probably felt like, well, great. Now everyone else doesn't know what I did, but like, I still have that. Right. Um, so I think it's okay sometimes to just like call yourself out and be like, look, I screwed up there and I promise, and I do promise I, I, that is something that like, I got to keep working on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dang. I am like nowhere near where I want to be with that because when I am unconsciously speaking, that is a word that my brain is still like, yeah, use this one brain in myself have to have a conversation about why that's got to stop. And I thought I was in a better spot with that than I am, but I'm not. So Here's what's interesting about what Sasha said, though, of how this comes full circle is I have actually had conversations with individuals who have come back after the fact and been like, you know, after I had some time to sit with what I said, I I regret it or I wish I wouldn't have or I wish I would have approached it differently. I really wish I wouldn't have used those words. Mm -hmm. And I think it's okay to have growth. I am like totally okay with somebody saying, yep, screwed up that that is bad honestly that's like one of the i think in my personal opinion in my personal life the most important keys to growth for myself cleaning up my side of the street and mm-hmm. owning the shit that i do wrong mm-hmm. instead of waiting around here's the thing and this was i don't know where it came from but it always has stuck with me do you want to be right or do you want the situation to be correct there's a difference between being right and like doing the correct action. And that's not exactly how the saying goes, Well, but I think it's super important to recognize that because I think that sometimes, especially I I notice it on the internet, but I just in everyday life, people want to be right so badly Mm -hmm. that they ignore all the factual information that backs up one thing or the other. Mm -hmm. And being right isn't the end all be all. Like you can be wrong and that's okay because you're going to grow from it and you're going to learn something new, whether that be about yourself or whether that be about a situational occurrence. And as somebody like myself who likes to be liked, I don't like people not liking me, but obviously not everyone can like me. That would be asinine to believe Mm. that to be, but that is just who I am for the record. Like I've always like, I have this like desire to be liked. So I understand that there's also this thing that I can do where I put up a wall and a perception of what I Mm -hmm. want people to know about me and how I want them to perceive me. And 
that is actually sometimes the most dangerous thing I can do because in this case, let's take what I just did and I almost used a word that I could have edited out and continued to put up a wall and a a facade of what I wanted you to know about me. But what that doesn't do is it doesn't change me. It makes you think I am a certain way and it Mm -hmm. makes you feel good about me, but it doesn't change me. And that is the biggest thing is like, I have to keep owning the fact that like I I suck sometimes and I'm not saying that to have any of you tell me I'm better. Mm -hmm. I'm just acknowledging that, that there are times where I'm like, damn it. Why, why am am I I like, yeah. Why am I like this? But like, I am like this because of, well, it's the environment I was raised in. Um, it's because of the color of my skin. It's because I have a point of privilege in my life. I'm, you know, there are so many things that play into who I am and, I cannot control. And I think, you know, actually what's funny about this, and this goes into this conversation about like why something like Lauren Sivern's shirt is so triggering to some people is you have a lot of people who immediately want to fight back. All lives matter. Everyone matters. Mm -hmm. You are, you are actually being racist by saying only this matters. And it's like, we've had this conversation. Yeah. All lives cannot matter until black lives do. And saying that black lives matter is not in any way saying that your life does not matter. Mm -hmm. And not at all. It is just saying that like we, like myself, um, I have not had to overcome my skin color Mm -hmm. in really anything in my life. Mm -hmm. I now as a woman have my own set of like different understandings because like, well, white men have a much, in my opinion, much easier than, yeah. <laughs> um, we talk about like shit, like just a couple of days ago, what was what, like equal payday or something. And yeah. like, we talk about how women are still in the year of 2021, only making 80 cents on the dollar for every man. Yeah. Like I, yes, I have my own things. This is the thing is no one is telling you that your life isn't hard or that you have not faced challenges. No one is saying that you have not come up against adversity or that you have not, um, had somebody, you know, inappropriately, uh, make assumptions about you. Mm -hmm. That is something that like we, we all face, but there's no reason that a shirt should have triggered so many people in the way that it did. And it was, it was disappointing to see that reaction. And yes, Nebraska could have gone through its comments and hidden more things. And that is in entirely like, that is a discussion where it's like, if you were to ask me, well, what should they have done? I can't, I'm trying to imagine if I was in their shoes Mm -hmm. and if I was the person, if, if our, how equipped do they feel to make some of those judgment calls? Right. Um, because here's the thing. I post things on Hale Varsity's Instagram or different things where I know mm, that's going to tick some people off. Yeah. So last summer when Kyron Williams, he held a rally um, in support of Black Lives Matter. And it, I, I was there. We got some photos and we shared them. Because in my opinion, it's a newsworthy story. You have a former Husker leading a rally in Lincoln, Nebraska. He's joined by Eric Crouch, who was there very vocally as an ally for him. Mm -hmm. Um, This should be shared. Yes. And 
choosing to share the images that I did, I could have, for the record, I could have just picked the like nice ones of like them hugging and like everyone like smiling. And instead I picked the photos of like one where Chiron has his fist in the air, um, leading a group of people who have signs that say Black Lives Matter. And oh yeah, people were like, I mean, I th- we had people who were threatening that they were going to take subscriptions from us. And you do start to like, that's the thing too, when you're a social media manager is when people are threatening your bottom line, you do start to like get a little overwhelmed because like the last mm-hmm. thing that like, great. So you're going to go call my business and you're going to go tell them like, I am taking my support because of this. And the person who did it is her. That's shitty because now yeah. I'm like, well, first and foremost, a lot of times when people threaten that, which this is something that I've learned in my experiences, they're usually not subscribers and they've usually never subscribed. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same people who are like, I'm never buying Nike before and haven't purchased a pair of Nikes yes. in like 10 years. Um, but it does suck where you're like, am I the reason that this business is now going to fail? Because I, but like, you know, sometimes you just have to take a step back and be like the the greater, like what I believe to be the, the greater, greater good yeah. is going to overcome and that the people that are meant to be here are, will find us and mm-hmm. support and will, I don't want to build echo chambers by any means, but like, yeah. I just have to like have faith that like the people who are willing to, to listen and to be there and to not do that will keep coming. Yeah. But dang, if it's not hard some days. And so I get yeah. it. And so sitting here and thinking about like, would I have shared it? Hell yeah, I would have shared it. Yeah. What do you do after that? I, I guess I'm not like actively like, well, I do cover games. Yeah. I don't know. That's, it's, it's shitty because it usually falls on one person. Yeah. Yeah. During that time period. Yeah. So like when, especially on Facebook, I, you can tell once the game started because the tone of the comments drastically changes. hundred percent. Um, and I, I mean, we could spend literally probably five episodes trying to dissect why people feel the need to interact this way with a, any page really. Um, just because it happens to happen on the internet. But I think that, I mean, I don't know what else you do in this situation um, other than what they did. I mean, you try to, I think that for the most part, I don't think that it's censoring anybody by taking away or hiding comments that are derogatory in nature. And in my opinion, um, by saying keep politics out of sports, like, it's not like derogatory in the outward way that most people think of that term, but like, I mean, you are, you're saying that to try to start a fire. Mm-hmm. And I think that the thing that most people don't take into consideration, we, I mean, there was a conversation not long ago about how to approach a situation somewhat similar to this. It wasn't exactly this situation, but at what point do you start hiding or taking comments away? And I was like, you know, there's always going to be people who want to stir the pot and get some kind of attention by making an inflammatory comment. I think you, you know, you have to draw the line somewhere. I mean, and you could post a picture of a baby and someone's going to be like, oh, cute baby, just to be a jerk. 
Yeah, people, I mean, like, um, heck, we posted, like, this is the stuff, like, people get upset about everything, like, literally yes. everything. People were upset because they saw Diedrich Mills, and they're like, he's not on the team anymore. It's like, well, yeah, n- no kidding. I, it's the comment specifically says it's an old right. video. Like, people get mad, and, like, there's just not much you can do in that case. Right. But here, to kind of maybe, like, wrap this piece of it up for me personally in my perspective, I remember when Michael Rose Ivy and a few other Huskers uh, kneel during the national mm-hmm. anthem at Northwestern. There was a lot of debate, not just for the record, not just with Hale Varsity, but across all mm-hmm. media outlets of like how to cover something like this. Do you cover it? What do you do? And like, we did cover it. And we covered it from this, um, not only this moment happened, we published Michael Rose Ivy's um, message in full mm-hmm. didn't edit any of it for the record which I've had conversations with people about because they asked because in his in his speech he used he used the n-word mm-hmm. and why was it I guess the way we approached it is why was it my job like why am I in that case why would I censor him right I this these are the words that he wrote and for mm-hmm. the record shared like it wasn't like he was he shared these words in a written letter as well. Yes. He tweeted them out. So I'm, if I censored them, I'm censoring what he was, he was intentionally sharing. Yes. Now we've had that conversation because there've been other comments, like there's been other quotes where a word gets censored and it's like, well, you didn't censor it here. This, the F word being an example of yeah. it as another one. But like in the case of like the N word, it depends on what the intention and the impact because intent, the intention and the impact are different. And in that case, like using, taking away from Michael Rose Ivy and what he was saying was not my job. It was not my place to change how he was intending the impact of his words. Because if I change it, I am changing the impact. I'm, I'm toning it down. I'm making it safer. I'm making people more comfortable. And that was really where we went. And, you know, I'm proud of how we handled that situation. And that was several years ago now. But like, I think back and like, there's so much more we could do. There's so many more ways to cover these things. There's so much, like we talked with Drake Keeler about this, like the fact that we were not actively at a, at that rally that Warren Sivern shirt came from. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so much that like, I feel we could do more. We could be better. And if you're somebody who's like, this is great. How do I support you in this? When you see, and I'm not telling you this, and this is kind of, that did feel a little virtue signaling, but like, um, I mean this, if you see organizations or you see um, publications or you see outlets who are telling the stories that you want to see, subscribe to them, Mm -hmm. give them your money. Because here's the thing, what is really, really actively hard. And we're super fortunate at Hale Varsity to have a lot of freedom to tell the stories we want to. But a lot of people don't want, this is happening with the NCAA. People will tell you women's sports don't drive. They don't drive the subscriptions. They don't drive the revenue. They don't drive the interest. Here's the thing. Did you know, and this is, this is wildly circulating right now, that for every woman who is in the NCAA tournament right now, in the Sweet 16, they have like something over like 300,000 followers on average per young woman on social media. The men have like 180,000 comparatively. Mm. Women sell, and I'm not talking, I'm talking in a, the most powerful sense of that women move the needle. You have to show up with your dollar and show that because like when we're talking about why you, why you're going to, so 
just do what you did. Like that, retweet that, show the support for it. Be like, hell yeah, Lauren Stiverance. Hell yeah, Husker Volleyball. Because yeah. you have to be louder and you have to be stronger and you have to speak up more than the people who are going to come for that. Right. So to those of you who hopped in the comments and were like, hey, you need to shut up. Thank you for speaking up because a lot of times the the majority are not the ones speaking up because it's like, well, we all kind of agree with each other. You got to speak up. Yeah. So if you're asking like, what can you do to support, put your money where the people that you think, Hey, they're doing a good job. So speaking of like support, we actually had an email from a, his name is Tyler. Um, he reached out to introduce himself. He is an alumni of the Cornhusker marching. Uh, he said marching red. So marching band, um, but I believe that's just like their formal name. Mm -hmm. um, but he had basically said like, is there any way that you can provide updates on women's sports? Like specifically like Nebraska women's sports that feels like there's something missing in the market when it comes to that. What's super challenging about that, and I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks, Tyler, is that I want to do that, but also want to keep these podcasts evergreen enough. So I've been trying to think of like how to handle this because I actually really love this suggestion mm -hmm. is keeping people aware. So let's just, let's just talk really quick about the things you need to care about in women's sports right now. And I think they matter in the future. So uh, if you're a Nebraska volleyball fan, by the time you listen to this, you will have known already, but like Nebraska volleyball's uh, meeting with Penn state has been canceled due to COVID-19 concerns. Super, super bummed about that, but understand it's obviously for the safe and the the health and safety of the student athletes. This has been a very this has been a very tough volleyball season. Uh, I'm disappointed that I won't get to see Nebraska at Devaney one last time. I have enjoyed covering them. I want to just share, I guess, and maybe Tyler, tell me if like email us back and tell me if like this is somewhat helpful. I want to share with you all now that no one's going to be able to actually be at a volleyball game this year. My experience. I don't know what the future holds for this team. I don't know what the future holds for Lauren Stiverens and Lexi's son and any of the seniors and if they will move on or if they will choose to come back. Whatever the case is, I'm really, really sad that people aren't going to get to see this team in person because at least I know in the NCAA tournament, but I'm talking about it to Vanny. This team has been such a joy to cover because they are so full of life. They're so confident in who they are. When Lauren Stiverin stepped off that bus with her Black Lives Matter shirt, it's because that is who Lauren Stiverin is. Mm -hmm. She wants to be an ally. She wants to be um, a voice, and she is powerful. She owns her power. That's what this team is. They own their power. And getting to watch all of these little moments with them, just in the way that they interact with one another, the way that they celebrate points with one another, the way that they celebrate a an ace together, like watching all of these moments, I have no idea what the future holds for this team, if they will be back together in the same way that they are now, or if others will depart, how they will do in the NCAA tournament. It doesn't matter. This will always be for me personally a very impactful team so if you're wanting to know what you need to focus on with this team just know that like this team will live in my opinion in history in some degree no matter what ends up happening in the NCAA tournament now if you're somebody who does want to know when the NCAA tournament does begin um 
that we're coming up on April, which is hard to believe by the time you listen to this, it could already be April, April. Normally, if you are not a big volleyball fan, which you should be, that is in December, which is now moved to uh, April. It's all going to take place in Omaha. Something that you should know is that they are all saying that the NCAA should move it back to 64 teams. They, they decreased the field to 48 due to COVID-19. But John Cook, uh, Wisconsin's volleyball coach, others have basically spoken up and said if the NCAA men's basketball tournament and women's tournament can move forward with the normal number of teams that they would have in an, any other year, yeah. why cannot? Why can't we? I think that's really interesting. I don't know if I think they will change the field number at this point, but keep an eye on that because I find that to be a really, really interesting storyline. The selection show, April 4th. Put that in your calendar. Sunday, April 4th, 4 p.m. Eastern on ESPNU. First round begins April 14th. That's a Wednesday, and it will go from there. All of these are streamed on ESPN3, ESPNU, ESPN2. How do you get them on ESPN? Show up and watch them. Support them. Same thing. Women's, the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament is the last thing I'll say about this. Crushing it. Mm -hmm. They have been, ESPN has covered this so well. Watch these games. One of the most joyful things I witnessed was the, a Baylor UConn game watching Twitter watch this game because it felt like the way that people were responding felt like we were watching any of the like football games or men's games that have previously been what consumed Twitter. It was yeah. nice to see this happening for a women's sport. So keep, keep supporting women's sports. If you have a team in your area that is playing soccer right now, go watch like yeah. Tyler, I appreciate you wanting more women's coverage. And I'm going to keep thinking about how we can do that because I think providing like information on how to watch things, but doing so in a, um, evergreen way is a great yeah. idea. So thank you for sending that. If you have suggestions, you can email us at mind your own podcast at hillvarsity.com. I'm at Aaron Sorensen. I almost said Aaron Sasha. <laughs> I'm at Aaron Sorensen on Twitter. She's at Sasha 72. Thank you for letting us ramble Yeah. for an hour about literally everything. <laughs> Go get your COVID vaccines. Be mindful with your words. Be kind to yourself. Show yourself some grace, but go out and kick some ass yeah. and watch some women's sports because they kick ass. They do. And we will be back next week. And we'll just keep doing our best. Yes. We'll talk to you then. Bye. A Huda Media Production.